This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame, so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Mike Jarrell, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, and I mean a lot of them, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. A nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny and a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny and a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny. That's a lot of cash. A James and John and a funny fart story. Yes, a James and John and a funny <laughs> fart story. Yes, a James and John and a funny fart story. That's a lot of laughs. And you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, who's was cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories, yet surprisingly inviting you to do the same. This is episode 369, brought to you the week of January 28th, 2021. I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I like eating food. <laughs> it's great. It's excellent. Yeah. Um, I also enjoy food. I, uh, mm-hmm. breakfast, I had, um, Raisin Bran Crunch. Mm, what'd you today? have? Yeah. What'd you have? I, I didn't have, I didn't have breakfast. I had coffee, drank coffee. That was pretty much my breakfast. And that's your breakfast then. Mm-hmm. I enjoy, yeah. um, my favorite food, which at this point is probably a, Oh, what's the cheese that we're, that we're famous for in St. Louis? Provel. I enjoy the Provel chicken sandwich at what? at Cyberg's. Yeah, it is a That's wonderful like a sandwich. Language. Provel chicken sandwich. But oh. you've piqued my interest. Yeah, if you ever come here again, yeah, I will take you to Cyberg's and I will introduce you to the sandwich. The Provel chicken sandwich provel yeah it's provel cheese it's what our Mm. our world famous pizza 
our nasty pizza is made of. Oh, and, um, <laughs> only in St. Louis. Yeah, it's St. Louis pizza. It's gross. Um, but yeah, it's good on a sandwich. Holy crap! On. It's it's gooey and it's drippy. And oh it, yeah, and it's just oh, it never it never quite solidifies once it's been heated up, and it's just really? so good that way. Yeah, yeah. All right, I I like me some cheese. So uh, I'm going to hold you up to that next time I'm out there. All right. Well, we always start with an opening story. This one's called Discomfort Zone, sent to us by Alex Thompson. He says, I love the show and I have so many stories that I will send to you. I've learned a long time ago to laugh at myself and now I have a whole podcast audience to laugh at me. That's exactly, in a nutshell, what we're about. Let's say with, we're going to laugh with you because he's, he just said he laughs at himself. So yeah, but we're going to laugh with you at yourself, Alex, but you're here, uh, listening to a show whose job it is, is to give you a giant audience to, uh, hear your story and everybody has a great story. So everybody, does. Yes. everybody here's, here's Alex's. First of all, I'm a huge introvert. It takes a lot for me to get up the courage to go speak or meet strangers. I'm also horrible with names after meeting people. So am I. Oh, and it's the worst when you're a pastor. (laughs) Like somebody comes up to me and says, hi, I'm Greg. And immediately I don't know who Greg is. I've forgotten his name as soon as he says it. And I've even tried, but I forget to try. Mm. And, and I'll, I'll know people for years and never know their name. (laughs) <laughs> because i can't yeah. ask them yeah yeah so anyway my wife is almost the exact opposite and as a teacher she has no problem getting in front of a crowd and can remember everything about everyone she's ever met or taught through the years that is a blessing that mm. i do not have i remember few people and certain things that happened to me and that's about it <laughs> i'm i'm like sherlock sounds like he married I have an attic up in my head and only a certain amount of information can be stored. And if any new stuff comes in, I have to throw something old out. Mm. That's the way yeah. his, his brain worked. So I'm not claiming to be a genius like Sherlock, mind you. I'm just saying that our brains work similarly. My attic is much smaller than his. Anyway, back <laughs> when our area started to grow... We were one of the first neighborhoods, and we joined a small church. We only had 13 in our first service that we attended. When our church started, we needed volunteers to sing on the praise team, so my wife and I joined. She volunteered. I was voluntold. Get it? Right on. Yeah. Yep. The church grew. people. The church grew, as did the neighborhoods, so... We had a lot of visitors on Sundays, and the music minister would get frustrated with our praise team for standing on stage during the meet and greet time. Remember when you could meet and greet and shake other people's hands? (laughs) (laughs) Those were the good old days. Yeah. Pre-COVID. For the extroverts. He wanted (laughs) us out there. my favorite thing about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I I don't like that part of service. I I never did either, to be honest. But it was a step up from having volunteers. I mean, uh, visitors stand and introduce themselves. Yeah, that's true. That's That's the old school way of doing it. And boy, you want to talk about a reason to not want to visit a church. I'll never go to church again. Oh, just make you stand up in front of all these people and say your name and introduce, introduce your dumb kids and everything like 
that one that's not paying attention is called Bill. So yeah. anyway. That's when you make stories up, and that's probably what gets you in trouble. But nobody my, lies. My family's actually out in the car, and uh, they're waiting <laughs> on me right now. I gotta go. So, no, I, I never raise my hand when they do that. I've been in churches that do that still, and I will not raise my hand. And and they know they know that you're a visitor. But anyway, I'm getting yeah, off topic here. <laughs> there you go. Let's get back to Alex's story here. Yeah. Yeah. So one Sunday before church, he really jumped on me to get off the stage to go meet a person I didn't know from our usual attendees. So I was bound and determined to do so. So while singing, I caught the face of someone I didn't recognize. So I shot down off the stage to shake his hand and we made small talk for a couple of minutes and I felt a real connection. I was very proud of myself and I'm proud of you too, because that's a big deal. Yeah. Then I asked him. So where do y'all live in the area? And the guy's face completely changes. And he says, we live across the street from you. (laughs) Then the guitar on stage (laughs) strums. So I have to instantly return there with no chance to defend or explain myself. I can see him say to his wife, what I can only interpret to be our neighbor is a real jerk or just a real idiot. She ha- then has an unhappy look on her face and is glaring at me. And I wish I could have crawled under the stage and then under the foundation of the church. <laughs> oh, man. Later, my wife says, hey, I saw you speak to our neighbors at church. It was nice to see him there. Do you think they'll come back? And I replied, probably not. God, I kind of kind of doubt it. Oh, man. And I explained what an idiot I was. She laughed and then told me, the the praise team had uh she told the praise team at the next practice of course she did yeah yeah to share that that is a shareable story everybody's got one after that sunday i was given an allowance to stay on the stage during (laughs) the meet and greet yeah maybe your gifts lie elsewhere and those neighbors were never seen at our church again (laughs) oh Or at, or at their house, because they completely they moved. moved. They'll so never shunned. be seen in heaven again, either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Hope this makes it on the show. Alex Thompson. <laughs> I hope you like sending people to the bad place, because that's what oh. you did, Alex Thompson. <laughs> if they're that easily offended, if they're that snowflakey, then they deserve uh, a hot eternity. So... <laughs> I can't believe you didn't recognize us out of our element. Oh, uh, can't believe it. Well, at least now, Alex, you got to love everybody having to wear masks because now you have an unlimited amount of redos. It's like, I didn't recognize you. I had a guy just yesterday. He had never met me before in his life. Hold on. All right, it's time for us to rewind the week where we tell something from the last seven days or so. So here, here is the awkwardness of, <laughs> of this thing. Is I was going to my son's first basketball game, and I've never set foot in his school since he started uh, back at the beginning of the school year. I've, I haven't talked to any of his teachers. Um, I haven't gone to any parental meetings. You know, there haven't been any. You know, everything's been online or virtual or something like that. And I've certainly never met his his PE coach. 
you know, yeah. out of out of all the people that I would meet, you would think it would be like his homeroom teacher or something like that. And I have seen her during pickup. But anyway, so I go in and I pay my $2 for the game. And the guy asked me my name. And I said, James Kennison, which my son's name is Jay Kennison. And he immediately puts it together. And he, he gets red faced and he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. He says, I just, <laughs> you know, I, with the masks and everything, I just, I, I should have put it together, blah, blah, blah. And I'm late. I'm thinking you've never met me before in your life. Give yourself a break, dude. You know, he's freaking out for no reason. And I'm feeling his pain because I've been there. I've done that a hundred times, but right. yeah, there was no reason. There was no reason. But he had to play it off like he had met me before. And he'd never met me before. And there was no reason for him to be embarrassed about not remembering me. Because he had no reason to know that I existed outside of just guessing that Jay had a father somewhere out there in existence. (laughs) Biologically. Full story. Yeah. So he put himself through so much pain for no reason. I... I'm, I feel bad for him. Oh, he probably says that to everybody. Maybe. That's <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> he just, he just goes ahead and goes ahead and just gets the awkwardness going right there. So mm-hmm. everybody, oh, I didn't see the mask. Go. I just, oh, I feel terrible. Yeah. You were wearing a different one. You were wearing a Paisley one last time. Oh, you're a human. I don't, I didn't recognize you with your face on. Yeah. So sorry. I'm going to use that one. Just a quick question about masks. Um, Mm -hmm. I know they're controversial in some circles. I, I don't think they're controversial. (laughs) I think you wear them and, and that's it. They're, they're good for other people. So I wear them. Um, they help other people and I wear them. So, uh, but, but here's the thing. Should, should people wear patterned masks or just flat masks? I am, I'm going to go ahead and say that I am, uh, I'm a flat mask guy. You're just a plain, plain color mask. Yeah. I I wear a black one or I'll wear a paper one, you know, out of a box. Uh But, uh, I've seen them for sale at like, uh, like recently I saw them at Cracker Barrel and they had Paisley and they had floral prints sure yeah that's and right they had patterns and and all this kind of stuff and and uh i'm not opposed to screen printed ones ones that have little mm-hmm. t-shirt messages on them and stuff like that uh i think those are kind of cool you know uh, ones that have a skull on them or a happy face or be excellent to each other you know that kind of thing sure or a smiley face or something silly on it but um what I've even seen, um, uh, what do you call them? Di- not diplomats. Uh, what do you call them? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, stuff with the I, things. I, I've seen senators and, and politicians wear oh, pattern okay. masks. And from a distance, it looks like a disease is clinging to their face. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's some patterns that shouldn't be on your face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and it doesn't look the same from 50 feet away through a zoom lens that it did that morning when you got ready for school or work. So, right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I, I don't, I wear plain masks. I have one that, that has some of the, uh, it's got my school mascot on it. 
and our school logo because it was free and it's a rather comfortable mask. But for the most part, I just wear a regular plain mask. But uh, I did see one mask that I really do like. And it's actually, <laughs> it's actually, the mask is flesh tone. And it looks like, you know, the dude's, it's a dude because there's like facial hair on it. Uh-huh. And it makes it look like you've got kind of a beard. But then it looks like, you know, you've got one of those paper masks wrapped underneath your chin. <laughs> you know, like like people do that are wearing masks that aren't wearing masks. Right, you know? right. And it looks just like that. And and I mean, it's it it's flesh tone, so it's got a mouth on it and the bottom of a nose, and it looks just like your face. And it's <laughs> crazy. And I'm totally thinking about getting one because <laughs> I just walk through the place and then get all sort of judge judgmental stares because I'm not really wearing a mask, but I yeah, am. yeah. So. I don't I get those do people. I don't get that. Why did you even put it on if you're going to throw it down around your chin? <laughs> Wear it on your chin? Yeah. Just makes me mad. I want to slap Because my chin's cold. I forgot I had it on, man. Just yeah. lay off. Yeah. Dude. Well, anyway, we're, we're, we're pro getting rid of COVID as soon as possible here yes. on the show. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, my, my wife asked me yesterday, she said, James, will you take the vaccine and i'm like heck no don't you know that's the mark of the beast no <laughs> that's, right. that's not what i said but i've heard that's that what, crap some people are believing that i've yeah. heard that crap people believe that that there's yeah. a chip in the dang serum that's bull mm. it's ridiculous first of all if there even if there was a chip even if there was a chip in there it it's wouldn't be, it wouldn't mean nothing because it's a mark, people. The Bible says it's a mark. A mark on you. It's going to be noticeable. It's going to be something you chose, not something you were tricked into. Right. So right. you've got nothing to sense. worry about, even if it is a tag of some kind. But it's not. But even if it were, it wouldn't be that tag. It wouldn't be that. So it's don't be a hashtag. Don't worry about it. Take your vitamins and get better and let's get back to normal. Isn't that the most important thing is just getting back to freaking normal. Isn't that what we all want? Oh, I'm preaching again during the weekly update. (laughs) We need to play some music. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Put that Star Wars music you had on. I know. I know. I want to. I want to. Um, (laughs) So anyway, really though, my, my weekly update is that somebody unknowingly um got me a gq subscription you know about gq yeah gentlemen's quarterly yeah it's a fashion magazine for men from what i've gathered manly men yeah and um it showed up i got an announcement first of all that said uh you're gonna start getting this because of so and so and and it but it didn't have my name on it it had oh it had somebody else's name, but my address. And so oh, that's awesome. somebody didn't get their Christmas subscription. Oops. I did. <laughs> so it's like one of your neighbors. I don't know. There's no way to know. Cause it says my address and, and, and I don't know any of the names. See, because I know my neighbor, on one side, I know the ones across the street, but the ones next door, it's a, it's a, a split up into four different housing units and nobody mm. actually lives in them. They're all be- Airbnb kind of stuff. Oh, 
and and one of them's empty right now because it's actually being sold. So <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, there's nobody to go to. And I thought about telling the GQ people, hey, quit sending me your magazine because I don't care because I am <laughs> I am not fashionable nor skinny enough to read your <laughs> magazine. And and the first thing they wanted me to do was sign up for an account so I could j- then tell them that I don't want to account with them. So that seemed counterproductive. So <laughs> now I just have a magazine that I throw in the trash or the recycle bin. Oh yeah. Before everybody craps their pants about that statement. Um, Man. yeah. So anyway, it is a, it is a thin magazine. I'm surprised anybody even reads magazines anymore, but yeah, I know everything's like digital. Yeah. It's up with- yeah. Cuz they have a huge digital presence. Their website's a lot bigger than their Dagum magazine, but anyway, I have a GQ subscription. That means I'm cool. Check you out, man. I used to read GQ in college. Yeah. Try to get fashion tips from it, but yeah. It didn't work. Well, now you can borrow mine cuz I I do skim through it. It's not very big. It's not a very big magazine. It's it's, really? Yeah, you know how magazines huh. are mostly ads and stuff. This yeah. one's just got yeah. a few stories, and and then it's over, and and that's it. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I recall them being, you know, they had the square kind of binding, like a National Geographic hat on the back. Hmm. But not not that way anymore, eh? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a magazine. It's just a, nothing. Yeah. Nothing stuck out as as special to me. But I have one. I have a subscription, and you don't, and so. That just makes me cooler by default. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Even if it was an accident and somebody paid for it, I feel bad. I feel bad that they paid for it and the guy that was supposed to get and didn't get it. So anyway. Oh, it's probably some poor teenage kid that, you know, he's trying to find his way in life and learn how to dress and be a gentleman. And he can't now because you're getting a subscription. <laughs> Aunt, aunt, mm. aunt, somebody, <laughs> you sent me a new subscription and it didn't make it. Now I'm a loser forever. <laughs> but my next door neighbor's looking really hot lately and I don't understand it. <laughs> he's, he's, like he's, he's, he's like 900 years old and he looks so good. So anyway, yeah, I, I am taking tips from it. I've I've stopped wearing uh, ratty uh uh, retro t-shirts and um i'm wearing uh stylish clothes now so baloney <laughs> i mean you you wear stylish clothes already i'm just saying i doubt you would stop wearing your retro t-shirt uh it's all i do is i i have t-shirts i have jeans and i have like three button-up shirts and that's it that's my whole wardrobe so i don't need a gq subscription it is wasted on me completely well, maybe you can give it to some of our listeners. They would love it. Yeah, can I'll you just gift it. I'll just forward it. Forward there you it go. to somebody. That way, that way though, somebody will get something out of it. Anyway, I don't know. The last episode or the last, uh, uh, yeah, episode. No, not episode. The, the last, whatever magazine. Oh, yeah. Now you don't even issue. It's issue. issue. Thank you. Gosh. Wow. Yeah. It sounds weird words because it's got an issue kind of vernacular I don't, anymore I don't have an issue with the the magazine i have a, have an issue of the magazine um but it was about zendaya do you know who zendaya is 
Yeah, she's uh, Spider-Man's girlfriend on... There you go. She's MJ. Yeah. Yeah, MJ. Right, gotcha. There you go. MJ? Is she really MJ? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. She claims to be MJ at the end of uh, uh, Far Far From Home. Far From Home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I must have missed that. Oh, you did. She doesn't have the traditional red hair. No, she doesn't. But uh, Flash isn't a white dude either. So, you know, you got to grow as a person, John. Gotcha. You're right. You're right. So, <sighs> we got to live in today. Yeah. Here we go. But, um, hey, do you have a weekly update after I, I've hogged not, the microphone for so long? I, well, you know, now I don't have much to say, but. <laughs> I, I I do have an LBB alert. Oh, oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. There we go. One of the many tools of the devil. Yes. And it might not be an intentional LBB, but I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Okay. They're an LBB. So we've had, you know, some packages coming to the house from our good friends at Amazon. Yeah. Uh, because they deliver quickly and um, I love to shop there. Yes. It's easy and you can shop there any time of day. And um, they should support our show in some way. Yeah, they but should. Anyways, they should. But here's a little cautionary tale for their drivers. See, I live, I have a rather long driveway. It's not super long, but it's kind of long. And at the, at the, the edge of my driveway, not too far from the edge of it, there's a, a, there's a telephone pole. And it, it doesn't necessarily carry telephone lines anymore, but it does hold the power, mm. the power lines, and also the data line for my, my high-speed internet. Ah. So it runs along, you know, the driveway and, and there and, and, it, and our good friends at Amazon, they came out and delivered a package and um, I wasn't home at the time, but my wife was. And she says, when the Amazon people left, I heard this really loud sound on the side of the house. Uh-oh. I'm like, what's up with that? And she says, and then I looked over at the light pole and it was kind of moving. Ooh. And, um, and she, she went out there and sure enough, they had, they had plowed into the light post or the telephone pole hard enough or the power pole, I guess we should call it hard enough to where it, it actually pulled the data cable, you know, cause it kind of runs to the side of your house. Yeah. Really the side of the house didn't hurt anything, but man, there's like, you know, when you stick a, a stick into the ground and then kind of move it around how there's a gap between yeah. the stick and the dirt. It looked like that around this base of this big, huge power pole. So, and this is what makes them an LBB. They didn't, they didn't stop. Yeah. They, they didn't say, oh, I ran into your pole here. And it's not like they didn't know what happened because not only, you know, did they hit it hard, it left some paint on it, which I don't care about. But so there's a, there's an Amazon truck driving around somewhere with a nice dent in their bumper. Right. Uh, but they didn't stop and they didn't say, hey, I'm sorry about that. Let me, you know. Take an incident report. Let me hit it from the other side. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they should have done. So, yeah, maybe not such a terrible LBB, but sure isn't. I think that that qualifies. One of the many tools of the devil. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, In our our area, uh, (laughs) Amazon drivers are LBBs because they will just park in the middle of the street. (laughs) <laughs> and tur- they they turn on their flashers so that uh, automatically makes anything I do now okay apparently and they'll they'll go up to the house they won't parallel park 
They won't pull off their side, even if there's room. Um, they will just stop right in the middle of the road, and you have to go around them, and it's already tight because there's cars parked on either, either side of the road, and, and now mm-hmm. you have to go around them. It's, it's, it's a mess in the city, but it's okay. You know, it's all right. Right. You still get your stuff the same time, so, you know. Yeah. You I'll tell you, sometimes I get stuff the the next day. Like, because we have yeah. a... we have a, a Prime? Yeah, but but we have a distribution center right, right here. And nice. some stuff comes, like, you order it that night, and it's there the next morning kind of thing. It's awesome. Cra- it's crazy. Anyway, uh, we have a listener email. Hey, James and John, I may be... I have a slightly funny story for you. I I got a phone number. Congrats. Patrick's got a phone number. Um, As many people have probably gotten, I received random texts, though, (laughs) asking for the person that used to have my phone number. That person's name apparently is Heather, because I'm not Heather, and I'm a guy. My name's Patrick. And the weirdest one I got was asking if I was enjoying my wedding dress shopping experience. <laughs> and I'm still in high school. So there's various reasons why that wouldn't be the case for him. This email may seem not to lead anywhere, and you're probably right. So I just wanted to end with a question. What is the weirdest text that you have ever received? Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> and that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, and I want to ask, do Messenger texts count yes okay yes because they go to your phone right yeah yeah it's it's less likely that you're going to get a random one though right um yeah but what's the weirdest text you ever got he didn't give a context that that it had to be from anybody in particular um i got one from a person that um hasn't reached out to me for any reason and had, would have no reason to. He's just a guy I used to know and w- used to work around, but he hasn't been in contact for over 10 years. And he suddenly messages me and says, hello, how are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm okay. Thanks for asking. How are you? Just being friendly, but I'm yeah, right. immediately suspicious. Right. Good to hear. I'm doing pretty good and happy right now because God have just answered my prayer. God have? God have just answered my prayer. I said, instead of, you know, what he wanted me to say, which was probably something to the effect of, what 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 prayer? prayer? Yeah, what was your prayer? Let me get suckered right in. I said, excellent. (laughs) Just excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. And he writes. Good for you. Without any you know, further response. He just says, I got a new house under construction and I can't complain the Lord. He has really blessed me. And I am glad to hear from you, even though I'm the one that heard from him. I I just said, sounds awesome. I'm glad to hear things are well for you. Uh And then he says, thanks. I'm glad it worked out for well for me. Have you any chance heard about the AHR grant program? Oh, here it goes. (laughs) And I wrote back, Kurt got hacked. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, no, this is me. (laughs) Oh, really? It was not Kurt. It wasn't. I verified with Kurt himself. And uh, yeah. So that's the weirdest text I've gotten recently. Mm. But the the weirdest text... 
that I always get from my mom are on Messenger, and they're from my mom. <laughs> they're always from your mom. And the last one that I got was an image that said, I hate it when people act all intellectual and talk about Mozart while they've never even seen one of his paintings. <laughs> funny. It's the kind of stuff she, she says. <laughs> she knew that. It was funny though, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Because that would be embarrassing. <laughs> so. Never even studied his paintings. Ah. <sighs> Mm. So anyway. I don't I don't have anything weird like that per se. I did some years back um I had my phone listed on on Facebook. Oh. My phone number on Facebook, you know, like you could do this is some this is early long long time ago. Anyways, um one of our listeners, you know, cuz occasionally I'll get a friend request from a listener and um and that's all cool. I don't mind it even though I'm not on social media very often. Um I'll accept it. And uh, it was it was one of our young listeners. It was a kid, and he got my phone number oh. off of Facebook, and and so I started getting texts from him. And I'm like, "Who is this?" And he's uh, like, "Yeah, this is so and so, and I listen to your show, and it's awesome." And <laughs> like, "Oh, great!" And I was like, "Now, how do I?" And so I immediately removed my phone number from Facebook. There you go. Like I I don't not that I don't want to interact with people, but right, it's. It's like them showing up at my house, kind of. Yeah. And and unexpected, I'm just like, I don't know what to do with that. But uh, the weirdest thing that ever happened in all of that is um, he butt dialed me while he was skateboarding, <laughs> <laughs> and I I I answered the phone, and all I hear is a kid, you know, playing with his friends and skateboarding down the street, and I thought that's weird. Yeah. And so that's why my phone number's not on Facebook anymore. No yeah. offense, y'all. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll friend people the, from the show. I have no problem yeah. with that. Um, Love it. Um, you can be my friend on TikTok, too. It's all good. Sometimes things show up on my wall, though, from people that, that I'm like, what in the world? And, <laughs> and it'll, it'll be a listener. And I'm like, well, that's good for them, but not good for me. Unfollow, <laughs> you know? Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah get some interesting but stuff there's all kinds you know all kinds of people but i i love our listeners and i i uh i i like peeking into your lives finding yes. out about your birthdays and your anniversaries and yes and all about you um anyway we want to thank our patrons real quick beth manley i'm assuming i'm saying that right beth manley became a five dollar patron this week beth and we appreciate Thanks, it beth yeah Wow, what an awesome thing to do. Thanks. Appreciate it, Beth. We thank you. And we got some iTunes reviews brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com. Trent says, awesome. I love it. It's awesome. It's definitely for anyone. Mr. No says, for your son's punishment, make him give away the V-Bucks so he can learn his lesson and (laughs) someone else will be happy. That's what I do to my sons when they sneakily spend money on Fortnite. From a dad to a dad. So much fun. He used a review. <laughs> to give me parental advice. That's awesome. <laughs> How great is that? Uh, well, I found out that you can't actually gift V-Bucks. You have really? to buy things for your friends, and then you can transfer oh. those items to the friends. So I might okay. consider that. But anyway, hmm. Beth Rue says, my middle school daughter rolls her eyes when she hears me listening. Well, that's weird uh. because... Our our biggest demographic is the middle schooler. 
This gives me all the more reason to love it and keep on listening. You guys are fun to listen to, and the listener stories are great. Betharoo78. Well, we appreciate all of our reviews that we get every week and all of the comments and the stories that you guys send in and the quizzes and the intros. And there's so much stuff that just pours into the inbox every single week. It's almost too much to handle. But uh, now it's time for us to... That's why we have a secondary patron show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, That's why we're also going to read some listener stories right now. But first, I would be amiss if I didn't tell you that today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. And I have to ask the question, what interferes with your happiness? Is there something out there that is pulling you down, something preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp.com will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. uh, Contact is done in a safe and private online environment because it's so convenient. You can do it anywhere in your house. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. It's more affordable than traditional online counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. So wherever you're listening to us from, you can participate. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in your area. So take advantage. I want you to start living a happier life today. That's what this podcast is all about. And as a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. And thank you, BetterHelp.com, for sponsoring uh, this portion of the show. Appreciate you. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right. Uh, Ben from Louisiana 
uh, sends a story called Through a Canine. Dear James and John, I've been listening to your show for almost three years now, and I can't tell you how much I love it. Well, you could try. Anyway. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Give it a shot. Uh, after <laughs> We don't hear too much. Believe it or not, we don't get a lot of positive feedback. No, after, after three years, I have finally decided to send in a story. So here we go. All right. It better be good, Ben. <laughs> took three years. We made it this far. We used to have a German shepherd named Justice. For the most part, he was a good dog, but he would eat everything. And one day he was in my room and my hunting bow was on the floor. And this bow had a rubber piece that stuck to it for protecting where the strings were attached. And this rubber piece was also removable. I came into the room to find Justice chewing on something. And I looked around and found the bow was missing its protective rubber piece. It wasn't too important, so I didn't think much of it. Oh, see, that's where you went wrong. You have to get those dogs. Yeah, uh, you have to catch them. It. When you when you catch them in the act, you got to get on them. It's the only way they're going to learn. The bud. Yeah. yeah. They got to respect yep. you. So anyway, a few days passed and I took Justice for a walk. And while walking him, he stopped to poop. And when he was done, I looked down and what do you know? I saw the missing piece of the bow. <laughs> <laughs> Can't let it go to waste. So being the dude that I am, I reached down for the piece with my bare hands. Uh. And retrieved it out of his gross, warm, smelly poo. Oh, no. Warm, smelly. Yeah. Poo. I washed it off and disinfected it, so I don't care what you did to it. I don't care. (laughs) It's still gross. It's now back on my bow and better than ever. Better than ever? (laughs) Really? It's improved. It's been improved by going through a dog's rectum. (laughs) <laughs> is that what you're trying to tell me better than ever i don't think you really realize what you're saying that phrase doesn't mean what you think it means because surely you're not trying to imply that going through the gastrointestinal tract of a dog made the rubber part of your bow better than ever mm. better than it's ever been like it performs better. Hey, Joe, you're shooting so well and straight today. Better than I've ever seen you. What's the secret? Oh, let me tell you. You see this rubber part right here? It's been through a dog's butthole. Yeah. <laughs> That's what did it. <laughs> that is the secret. <laughs> let your dog swallow it. Pull it out later. Instant <laughs> success. Let's it- see what else things we can make better by letting our dog swallow <laughs> pass, pass it through their, their, their body. Whenever I use the bow and I see the rubber piece, I am reminded that it has been in and out of a German shepherd. Well, good. I'm glad you remember. Hope love you guys and hope this makes it on the show. Well, it did. It but did. We're not proud of you, Ben. Uh, <laughs> I guess Justice is not with him anymore. Yeah, but, uh, may he rest in peace because yeah, he is a one uh, of many tools of the devil. <laughs> dog is officially an LBB. <laughs> I I really would want to test that theory though. What what else could he have fed Justice that would have made it better than ever? I don't know. Justice. The Here's some of mom's casserole. Why yeah. don't you process this? Here, here, here I can't play this trumpet. Here's the mouthpiece of the <laughs> trumpet. Swallow this, buddy. Oh, well, now I'm freaking I don't even know. BB King, dude. I'm awesome. I'm better than ever. Louis Armstrong. There you go. BB King played the guitar. I was going to say uh Somebody else, like like an actor at first, so, so uh-huh. that was way off. <laughs> anyway, oh, 
Maybe better, we should put this show through Justice's intestines. <laughs> Make it better than ever. Better than freaking ever. Love that. Oh, Love that concept. That was that was gold. Better than ever. <sighs> well, I got something for us that's also gold. <laughs> it's a story from James Wyman. It's uh it's it's titled Petard. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, we're gonna find out. Find hey out. y'all. Let's <laughs> say what this bat. Hey y'all, I want to tell you about the most inappropriately funny wedding toast I have ever heard. Quite a few years ago, my cousin Tasha married a guy named Martin. Now you know, so you're stalkers. Um, after the ceremony, everybody was in the reception hall, take talking and eating and congratulating the couple. And when it came time for the toast, the best man and maid of honor stood up and gave their toast. They were brilliant and lovely. The next person, though, to get a hold of the microphone was Tasha's dad, Jack. Congratulations, Tasha and Martin. That's just how I pictured Jack speaking. (laughs) More like Jack Nicholson. Uh, He said, congratulations, Tasha, Tasha and Martin. This is truly a blessed day. But Martin, I feel like I should give you a little warning now that you two will be living together. I'm sure you know that Tasha can be a little stubborn at times. But I don't think you know how truly stubborn she has always been. When Tasha was six years old, she was still wetting the bed. Oh, what a thing to bring up at a wedding. Yeah, right? Like, wait a second, I'm going to be sharing the bed with her, and she wets it still. I would reconsider. No, he doesn't say any of that. Um, No matter which methods we tried, we just... She just wouldn't stop. We <laughs> bought countless books on how to help a kid stop wetting the bed, but nothing seemed to work. Finally, our last resort, we uh, scheduled a specialist over to see if they could uh, help her solve her little problem. When Tasha heard that someone was coming, uh, going to come and try to get her to stop wetting bed, she folded her arms. She said, he can't tell me what to do. I won't listen to anything he says. <laughs> Well, overhearing all of this, Tasha's older brother pulled her aside and whispers to her, Hey, the guy isn't coming to talk to you. He's going to plug your bed up to the wall so that every time you pee, it shocks you. (laughs) And wouldn't you know, starting that night, Tasha never wet the bed again. And that was the end of Jack's speech. No moral of the story, just an (laughs) example of how stubborn she was. Now, I might want to say that no amount of makeup could hide how red Tasha had turned. And I'm sure a few people uh, considered calling a specialist after nearly peeing their own pants in laughter. (laughs) I hope this makes uh, you guys laugh as hard as nearly the 300 people that were in attendance that day. And I hope it makes it on the show. There you go. Thanks, James. That was a great story. And man, poor Martin and Tasha. Tasha on her wedding day. On her wedding day. Dad, why would you say that? Why would you? And and what is possible now? Now that I know you can tell stories like that, <laughs> my my daughter is going to have a wedding eventually. <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always talk about that time the vehicle got a little messed up. and Yeah, she got an <laughs> accident and... And uh, she she hasn't done anything super bad. I mean, what am I going to tell him? She used to put oh. uh, she used to put bottled water in my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be immoral to the story, though. That's because true. Because you can just say something to embarrass her. That's true. I, I can just make up crap. That, that might be what Tasha's there, dad there did. There you go. Like, there you go. Jenna wet the bed till she was sixteen. She's still wet yeah. in that bed. And um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> congratulations, buddy. We, yeah. 
<laughs> so good good luck tonight yeah uh you'll be if you wake up wet you'll know why you married a lady <laughs> who's full grown and still pees the bed i hope you're going on a cruise for your honeymoon <laughs> I don't know what that. Means. Oh man, um, Jody Markle from Memphis or Columbia, Tennessee, not not Memphis, sends in a story called ACDC. Good day to you. I'm the uncle of Fred Markle from episode uh, three sixty eight. So last episode, the bathroom <laughs> yes. dance. Fred, Fred and his mom's dance. <laughs> and I must admit that my family could probably supply you with enough deranged stories that your podcast would never end. Here's one for you from my life. On July 8th, 1995, my brother Eddie and I were both struck by lightning as we were wrapping up doing a few chores for my mother while she and my father were running some errands. Good night. What? Yeah. Struck by lightning? What did you say right before you got hit? That's what I need to know. And now, (laughs) what did you say? What are you thinking in that dirty mind of yours? It got you struck by lightning. That's, that's the part they never tell is yeah. what, what caused it, you know? Because uh, obviously being struck by lightning is definitely an act of God, right? Yeah. Yeah. God did that personally. <laughs> they didn't die though. So it must've just been a little, uh, just a little nudge. Oh, anyway, I, I regained consciousness first and Whoa. seeing my brother's face down on the ground. I immediately ran to him and tried to wake him. And then, when he was non-responsive, I ran to the house to call emergency services. And it just so happened that I had been to the orthodontist two weeks earlier and my braces were installed. So the 911 call was incoherent at best. Oh. Imagine Mushmouth from the Cosby Kids after about a dozen Red Bulls. So after completing the call, <laughs> I ran back outside to check on my brother and I find him up on his feet and extremely dazed. As we slowly walked up the driveway to the house, the lights in the... And the house turned on. No. Um, <laughs> my parents pulled into the driveway, and I could tell something odd had happened. They could tell something odd had happened. A few mo- moments later, the wonderful folks with the Hampstead Volunteer Fire Company arrived in the ambulance, and they transported us all the way to Baltimore to Francis Scott Key Medical Center, where we oh. would be evaluated and checked for burns. Yeah, I'd imagine oh. so. Dadgum. Yikes. He says, don't worry, the fun part's coming. Once, <laughs> once at Key, they put me in the pediatric unit and my brother in the normal unit and started checking us out. At the time of this, I was around 5'2 and 105 pounds, but for some reason, the pediatric unit had no hospital clothing that would fit me, and I was given a shirt that was probably sized for a 10-year-old. Uh, After finding no major issues, they hooked me up to a wireless heart monitor and took me to a, ra- a relaxation area in the pediatric unit where kids could play with toys. And they even had a Pac-Man machine. Now I can relate to this because I had, uh, they thought I needed my appendix removed when I was a kid. And, mm-hmm. um, I got to go to a relaxation center and it had video games lining the walls and it had toys in the middle. And I, I would sneak out at night when my mom was asleep and I would go play video games in the dark and it was so great. <laughs> so anyway, Uh, This one had a Pac-Man machine. So after eating some hospital food, I decided to go to the rec room, play some Pac-Man. After about five minutes of playing, I noticed that there were several nurses running around as if they were searching for something. And I just brushed this off as something nurses did and continued playing. But about 20 minutes later, a nurse came up to me and asked me my name. And I told her and she said I needed to return to my room with no explanation. So I, I did. 
I was watching for a doctor or a nurse to come for another exam, but no one did. So after about 30 minutes, I said, hey, I'm down to play more Pac-Man. So once again, (laughs) after about five minutes, the nurses start going crazy searching for something. And the same nurse came back to me (laughs) and again told me, get back to your room. So I went back again and I waited for someone, but nobody came by. Why do I need to be here? So after another half hour, I went back down to play more Pac-Man. Within just a few minutes of me starting another game, the nurse came back to me again, but this time she told me to go back my room and stay there. After a short wait, a doctor did show it up, show up, and it turned out that the heart monitor was getting interference from the Pac-Man machine, <laughs> causing me to show up on their displays as flatlining. <laughs> so those poor nurses were running around the hospital looking for a non-existent dead kid, but all they found was a kid playing Pac-Man. As a side note, both my brother and I are mostly okay, although I can no longer feel an electrical shock unless it is more than 220 volts and 110 amps. I'll I'll tell you the story on how I found that out on another day. Jody Markle from Columbia, Tennessee. There you go. Jody. Jody's Pac-Man for life. Yeah. I mean, it, it... Can you blame, uh, you know, a kid for, you know, that you sit there in that doctor's waiting room and it's like half an hour goes by. (laughs) Forget it, dude. There's a Pac-Man game downstairs. They would be calling my name the whole time. It was exactly the same with me. I was playing Joust. I was playing Pac-Man. I was playing Space Invaders. I mean, just all kinds. Or Galaga, rather. It was awesome. They had Centipede. Um, It was great. It was awesome. And uh, I got in trouble. Um, because I got scared because it was very dark and I felt like a demon was in there because of my mom's stories <laughs> Your mom's stories. and I was being bad and I knew I wasn't supposed to be in there. So I a felt demon like demon was going to follow you was going to get me. And I, I, I got in the wheelchair and I, I pedaled back to my room and the next day I told my mom and she says, well, that's probably cause you were doing something bad. She backed it up a hundred percent. She's like, it probably mm-hmm. was a demon. You were playing those demonic video games, and I'm like, oh, gosh. So, God have mercy on me now. Now I'm doing a demonic podcast, and so, yeah, yeah, everything's demonic. Everything. Uh, Let me tell you a story about a perfectly timed fart. Why don't you do that? Seems appropriate, since I apparently am the fart boy. I gave it to you special. Thank you, and thank you so much. This comes to us from our friend Liam. Hi, James and John. My name is Liam, and I love the podcast, and today I thought I would send in a story. Well, thank you. One time, me and my family were having an... Er- <clears throat> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got choked up. Welcome I'm back so to the sorry. show, folks. If you missed it, if you weren't with us, John just died and came back to life. <laughs> I was playing Pac-Man, man. <laughs> he flatlined there for a minute. And you, you, what you heard was him breathing in the breath of life. That's so. it. We're good. I'm all good. Uh, let me start uh, that line over. One time, me and my family were having an argument about whether girls fart or not. <laughs> okay. Hey, yeah, yeah. you got to argue valid. about stuff. Yeah, that's important. Sorry. Yeah, if you fight, or fight if you're going to fart, I can't even say it. If you're going to fight about something, might as well be that. <laughs> Woo! If you're going to fart well, about something, might as well be fighting. So Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Okay. Uh, <clears throat> me and my dad said that they do. Girls fart. My mom and my sister said they don't. Well, <laughs> one of my sisters was starting to get annoyed with this conversation, so she decided to try and put this conversation to an end by telling girls don't fart. Well, you can probably guess what happened next. As soon as those words came out of her mouth, she farted. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> girls don't fart. <laughs> oh, 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 James and John, it wasn't just any fart. I, I don't think I've ever heard or ever had the pleasure of smelling something more fuck my entire life. That's a weird sentence right oh. there. I just want to say. The pleasure of smelling something. Yeah, that is a weird sentence. <laughs> I know what he's trying to get across, but it's it's oddly worded, Liam. It is. But he says, after the smell went away, we all started to laugh. After we regained consciousness, we all thought it was really funny. Many years later, we still laugh about this story. I hope it makes it on the show. Yes. There we go. So that that is a question because in my house, obviously, girls do, but... Um, they didn't have, they didn't, they weren't called farts. They were called fluffies. Oh. So maybe girls don't fart. Maybe they just fluffy. Oh, I can't handle that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird. I would rather a girl fart than fluffy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like there's some sort of cotton expelled or something you know there's there's the inside of a stuffed panda now in your underwear now that you've fluffied fluffy <laughs> just poop, pooped out a little polyfill you know <laughs> maybe maybe some of those beads that are in the cheap animals from the fair you know <laughs> it's always papa anyway this one's called the baby unicorn from hannah from palm beach florida Hey, James and John, my story happened yesterday at a mountain sports store, which is surprising since I live in Florida where there's no mountains. <laughs> it's ironic. They're like, well, there's Mount Dora. We have customers. Holy crap. You know? So anyway, we were just getting close <laughs> to go on our yearly spring break hiking st- or skiing trip to Colorado. We still have a condo there because we used to live there when I was younger and we're rich and we're awesome and you're not. So there. So we were about to leave the store when my dad said he needed to use the restroom. So I waited for him and I walked around and I noticed on the shelf there was a unicorn finger book puppet book thing. Hmm. So I laughed. Yeah. And I took took it down to read it and to play with the puppet like I was a toddler. So it was about a baby unicorn that had a magic horn that could help people like fairies broken wings and stuff and i suddenly got an idea i got into it i walked over to the bathroom door and started violently knocking on it daddy i say in a high-pitched voice i'm mrs unicorn and i like thinking and helping people with my magic horn so they can feel better so i can feel better about myself because i'm so ugly come to think of it i'm as ugly as this weirdo named chris do you know him oh wait that's you dad so after I said that, I started to sing about how I can help him become less ugly. And oh, my goodness. I, and I said all of this outside the bathroom door thinking it was my dad, just trusting and knowing that my father was inside. I knocked nonstop the rest of the time until the door was open. And to my surprise, it wasn't my dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was an elderly man who seemed no. more annoyed than anyone has ever been. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Hannah, please tell me you're 16 or 17. I was completely embarrassed and apologized immediately. I fluffed. 
<laughs> it was me as a baby unicorn. He didn't say that was fine or don't worry about it. He just stormed out of there as fast as he could. He was not. He was not happy. <laughs> Oh, man. I realized my dad was actually using the men's room that was right next to the family room that I was waiting at. And I should have known that, but I didn't have the brains I needed to know that at the time. I told my dad what happened, and he laughed and said to be more careful. I told him it wouldn't happen again, but who knows? Who knows when the next time I find a unicorn horn book, what's going to happen? Thank you. Hope it makes it on the show. Hannah from Palm Beach, Florida. Hannah. I see I can I can see a ten or eleven year old doing something like that. Oh. But the reason why I said I hope she's like a, a, a teenager is because funnier. <laughs> yeah. Cause she steps out of her comfort zone. She's yeah. trying to embarrass her dad a little bit, you know, trying to get him get his get his goat. And then <laughs> gruff gruff the, the mailman steps out instead of his oh. her dad. <laughs> old man gruffy Can't go anywhere in peace in this store i'm going somewhere else i was, I was peeing morse code in there i couldn't concentrate <laughs> just try to use the bathroom somebody knocks on the door pretends they're a unicorn i don't know what to do man i hope i can be old like that one day yeah yeah i i wonder will we be doing the show when we're old john will we will we will I, we keep going like larry king did bless his heart Will we will Why we not? be 70 years old and still be doing that story show? And will our voice change and just become as old guys talking about the old times? And yeah, thanks for we joining the us. Story every week because you can't remember. In <laughs> <laughs> my weekly update, I went uh, down the escalator. I, I did number two without pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we'll do the show. <laughs> we'll, let the, we'll let our listeners decide. Will it ever end? Yeah, I don't know. There'll be there'll be just people that listen that listened back in the day, and they're all old too, and and they'll just be hardcore old school that story show people. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. You in two thousand and seven. Oh man! Unfortunately, that marks our outro right there. We are out of time. And I always, I always feel like it goes by so fast. Do you have a funny life story? Have you ever stepped out of your comfort zone only to be shoved back and locked back where you belong by the strong arm of God himself? Have you ever recovered and used an item that's been through the digestive tract of a canine? Have, have you ever been so stubborn that you peed the bed on purpose until it, you thought it would literally kill you? <laughs> have you ever been hit by a bolt of lightning just so you could play Pac-Man? Have you ever won an argument because of female flagellants? Or annoyed an old man trying to pee with tales of a tiny savior unicorn? Whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. A special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, painful, or um, electrical happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't bother that old guy in the family washroom. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye. (laughs) 
What would you do if you're that dude in the bathroom? Oh man, I would have stayed in there until she was gone. I don't know. I would have peed on the door and let a puddle form <laughs> around her feet. Oh, man. Daddy, you're gross. <laughs> I'm not your father. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.